6: Hours at hardware stores Seeking through the nuts and bolts of life Joe Suchereck I'm going to read this. Despite my position as mayor, I cannot claim to pretend that I understand one word of it. You're just the delivery guy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just one of the guy. The great deliverer. I'm just one of the guy. One of the guy. Professor Nicole giadotti hernandez From Diversityville? I'll see. Said the term Latinx, L-A-T-I-N-X, an alternate term for Latino, is clapping back at whiteness. The term Latinx, which is finding its way through the academy, through the efforts of queer millennials, is clapping back at whiteness. A professor declared at Dickinson College in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, the student newspaper reported. Nicole Giordati-Hernandez, an associate professor of American Studies and Mexican-American and Latino Studies at the University of Texas at Austin, said at a Dickinson event earlier this month that Latinx, as an alternate for Latino, got traction on social media as a protest. The Dickinsonian said, mm. "Latinx is not to be confused with Latwinks." Giadati Hernandez, whose research includes transnational feminist methodologies, Latinx. Studies and Popular Culture and Immigration revealed that the X in Latinx is an expression of freedom by millennials trying to understand history as brownly, blackly, queerly, and transly as possible, the student newspaper said. Okay. She also said Latinx can reference race yoked with gender fluidity while combating white homonormativity homo-normer, wow by trying to dismantle the whiteness of queerness the dickinsonian said latinx is clapping back at whiteness giadatti-hernandez said according to the paper the professor also discussed gendered spanish pronouns and advocated for the gender <laughs> and advocated for the gender-neutral Spanish pronoun Day, D-A-Y, the Dickinsonian reported. Could you repeat that for nope, me? Nope, nope. And I, I told you. I'm not going to pretend to understand one word of that. Not a bit. But
3: nope. uh, I, I go longhorns. I guess what I what I got from it is there's a new... Um, well, if uh, you got something from it,
6: you're smarter than me.
3: Well, no, uh, other than there's a new nickname for some people. I don't know what it means to, to take the... Um, What's La Twink's? 207. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try that oh, No, one. is there oh, a word? La we'll twinx No, no. There's uh That's
4: uh, how the twins are referred to when they're in uh, Mexico.
3: York. Right. Yeah. Yeah. La Puerto twink. Rico. Puerto Where are La Twinks?
6: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so... <clears throat> now we turn our attention to... Rhonda Gerard.
3: Okay, Rhonda Gerard. Who is who? Rhonda Girard is the uh, Fresno State Mm -hmm. foul-mouthed Fresno State
6: tenured prof. And what did I bet you at the end of last week? Uh, That she, she would not be fired? I did bet you that. After a week of public furor... Over the insults hurled at Barbara Bush by a Fresno State professor, the president of the college has released a statement on their final decision about her tenure there. Who? Interesting. Who is going to win the bet? Uh-huh. Aha! Was was how much was it again? $100,000. Fresno State President Joseph I. Castro said yesterday in a statement, that Professor Rhonda Girard would not be disciplined for the comments that ignited an online conflagration. I write to provide an update regarding the university's review of comments made last week by Professor Rhonda Girard, following the passing of former First Lady Barbara Bush. Castro wrote, This issue has raised many important questions about the scope of free speech and the extent to which a member of our university community can be held accountable for expressing his or her personal views. Professor Gerard's conduct was insensitive, inappropriate, and an embarrassment to the university. He said, I know her comments have angered many in our community and impacted our students. Let me be clear, on campus and wherever we are representing the university, I expect all of us to engage in respectful dialogue. Castro goes on to say he carefully reviewed her actions and con- and concluded that she did not violate CSU California State University or university policies with her insulting tweets. He adds that while her comments were disgraceful, they are covered under her constitutional right to free speech. Except, don't bring Ben Shapiro to your campus because his comments, are, right. You know. Additionally, although Professor Girard used tenure to defend her behavior, this private action is an issue of free speech and not related to her job or tenure, he added. Therefore, the university does not have justification to support taking any disciplinary action. Uh, and she's the one who said Barbara Bush was a generous and smart and amazing racist who, along with her husband, raised a war criminal. Uh, F word out of here with your nice words. Okay, okay. Uh, our duty as Americans and as educators is to promote a free exchange of diverse views. But you're lying, Castro, because that's not what you stand for. Right. You just want your views. You, you don't just, want diverse You're lying, views. Castro. You're lying. Our duty as Americans and as educators is to promote a free exchange of diverse views, said Castro in the statement, even if we disagree with him. Okay. Uh, I agree that we, we'd be going down the wrong road uh, punishing this dreadful sea hag uh, for her remarks. Uh, as much as we find them distasteful... Uh, she uh, has the privilege in this country of mouthing off about a first lady. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Are we all in agreement? All in agreement. Uh, I, th- I found it ridiculous. Yep. And and I also think Barbara Bush did more good for the world in 10 minutes of phone calls than this dreadful cur will do or will could possibly ever accomplish in her entire lifetime. Okay. I would all agree right. with but you. But I can't fire somebody for that. What's noticeably missing from this? Hmm. What's noticeably missing from this phony college president's cover his ass statement here? Um, um, an apology. We could call him Reeves and ask him on the air. But sorry, if well, I, I go through the, the BS, he's okay. not going to come on That's the air. True, and won't. if he did, all I would say is, Sir, I think you're a liar. Um, what's missing from this statement? Sincerity. No. An apology. No. No. We're all in agreement. Okay. That that she probably should not be fired. Oh, oh, oh for okay. Her.
3: Okay. Uh, uh you in the back. Yeah. Uh he says she gets to say what she wants to say, but he doesn't say uh but she should not that's it's very uh we're sad that no, she has these no, words.
6: No, no.
4: Damn. No. This is gonna be pretty obvious, isn't it, when you say it. Mm-hmm.
6: Well there's something dramatically missing from this. Did they name her? No, he named her. Okay. Just a moment. I'll tell you. No, I'm giving you a break here to think of it. You should come up with it. Okay, give me a break. Reality with a bite. The Joe Scherer Show. What's missing? That's when I told you. The uh, president of this uh, whatever this place is that passes itself off, Fresno State, Joseph Castro. <clears throat> he covers for Girard Ferrard and or, or for Rhonda Girard, and said uh, basically uh, she's not getting discipline for what she says. That's her protected freedom of speech, and we can all see, uh, make ourselves understand that. But what oh. is what is he neglected? What has he forgotten in the statement? Uh. Discipline.
3: No, I to compliment the first the the uh, the late great first lady and say uh, Fresno State recognizes that uh, Barbara Bush uh, was for literacy and for education. And we tip our cap to her. No,
6: No. dang it. That was good. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking about during the break. She knowingly gave out a telephone number that wasn't hers. Oh, the mental helpline. She knowingly distributed a telephone number to a mental health crisis hotline at a a completely different school, Arizona State, and thus depriving uh, people trying to access that hotline of possible help they might have needed. Why should she be forgiven that criminal offense? Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that was. a uh, I wonder if that was left out on purpose. I mean, his his statement could have just as easily said, "We." Uh We find her uh, remarks about uh, Barbara Bush reprehensible and we're embarrassed about them, but uh, she has every right in the world to say these things, no matter how foul we might think they are. But what is not excusable is her falsely giving out a telephone number that quite very well could have compromised the health and welfare of students in a completely different state. And there's no way he did not know about that because
4: that part of the story in and of itself became its own firestorm. Right.
6: And I said last week. You're not going to get anywhere trying to fire this turd for uh, what she says. Right. But it seems to me you had something actionable there when she's purposely misleading people about how to reach her and providing a telephone number to a crisis hotline to a university in a different state. Mm. Well, it's too
3: late now. Yeah. I guess we didn't win that. Am I to
6: take that, Chris? Unofficial. Sure. Who is that?
3: That's Howard?
2: Howard?
6: Hail to the king. Hail, Hail you. to the
2: Fleshy king. Hail you. Uh, so um, I guess my thought is, I, number one, two things. Number one, I like it when this ilk of people broadcast who they truly are, because then we can easily identify them. Right. And, and you know, cast aspersions as, as we are able, because it's, like it's important to be able to, know, if you will, know who the enemy is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going fishing. It's, it's nice to know where the fish are so you can catch them, right? Right. Um, so I guess in that respect, if I was a a, uh, a resident of California and I was thinking about sending my kid to Fresno State, uh, I would be thinking very seriously about not sending them there. Um, not that you didn't know anything that you didn't know before, but this is confirmation. Right. So that's thing one. Thing two, I would think that from your perspective, as a uh, talk show host, mm-hmm. show prep is for when you get to, when you get stuff like this. Show prep has just got to be a breeze. <laughs>
6: Man- it doesn't from it hurt, heaven. does it, Howard? No, I don't think so. No. Have a good day. All right, thank you. What did we ever determine was the lowest rung on the dating L- rung? It
3: still... was zombies for a while, was, was... it? But something topped zombies. Oh, objectivity.
6: I think I can uh, top it. No. Was it? No. Uh-oh. Marrying a bridge. No. Oh, that. Or what is it?
3: The love of objects, or
6: yeah, that's what object uh, objectification. Is. Objectification. Fall in love me. with a railroad station. Yeah, yeah that's pretty
3: low. I objectification. mean,
6: objectification. Mm-hmm.
3: But it's always successful because the train or the bridge can't go anywhere. Doesn't turn down the proposal. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, one hundred percent success.
6: Might have found a community lower than that. Uh, Didn't think Furbies, it was possible, did we? Uh,
3: zombies. We're uh, going to be back uh, shortly. No. Hang in there, hang oh, in yeah, there. Hang with the but now here.
6: thanks to our great friends in Noatana, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal, and I don't know if we have any money left.
3: But before he begins, the lowest form of dating yeah. thank you. Thank is anybody you. in New Jersey. That's
6: right. That's
1: true. Right. Yeah. That's true. And can't get much That's, lower than this. No. By the way, did I just hear Rookie softly mutter, what's show prep? under his breath? He might have. Oh, that's
3: funny, (laughs) Bale. That's really funny. Uh, Get your report done. We
1: are looking at what may be a good day in the stock market for a change. Stocks were lower all morning and then about about 90 minutes ago, the market changed direction and has recovered all of the early losses. The Dow Jones Industrial Average possibly could snap a five session losing streak today. Right now, it's up 80 points. The Nasdaq Composite up just a point and the S&P 500 is ahead five. General Mills said the amount of organically farmed land from which it sources its ingredients increased by 80,000 acres from 2015 to 2017. The company also reduced its water usage by 17% during that time, and now is only 50,000 acres shy of its goal to increase its organic farmlands to 250,000 acres by 2019. Amazon has child-proofed its Echo speakers and is adding age-appropriate audio content. Starting May 9th, a free update Is set to allow the owners of Echo Speakers to turn on the free time setting, which locks down certain functions, adds new controls, and transforms the virtual assistant Alexa into a virtual nanny. Parents will be able to apply the controls to particular Echo Speakers from inside the Alexa app. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right. When was the last date for you, by the way? Uh, 1979. Uh, oh, that 20. recent. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All> right. around.
3: <laughs> we'll wait for uh, some more pleasant financial news in about one hour. How's that? Keep waiting. Thanks, buddy. That's Bruce Vale with an experiment.
5: Commencing garage lodges at Mendocino
0: John Hyde. Thank you, Joe. I'm Sunny and 56 degrees out. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Timberwolves tried to stay alive tonight in Houston. Game five of their playoff series against the Rockets. Rockets lead the series three games to one. Twins have now lost five in a row after being beaten by the Yankees last night. They'll try again tonight at Yankee Stadium. Lance Lynn pitches for the Twins. Sonny Gray for New York. How we looking? How we looking? When you can't pitch,
4: and you can't hit, and your catcher makes an error that costs you a run, that's a bad recipe in New York.
3: Okay, but tonight, is our. do we have a bad pitcher going against one of their bad pitchers?
4: Lance Lynn hasn't been great this year, and uh, that's a pretty good line. All right,
6: we got a shot. So, here, we go with, here we go with John Height.
0: Sonny Gray is a good pitcher, but he's been really bad. So yeah, they may have a shot. Okay. Uh, former Your Vi- club's going to win 100 games, by the way. They very well could, yeah. Uh, former Vikings head coach Brad Childress has a new gig. Uh, Chili, who also works as an offensive assistant for the Chicago Bears in the NFL, is now the second head coach named in the new Alliance of American Football League. I didn't know there was such a thing. Now, they just announced it not die. too long ago. Yeah. Uh, Childress will coach the Atlanta franchise, which plays its games at Turner Field. According to reports, his offensive coordinator will be former Falcons quarterback Michael Vick. The league begins in February, publicly announced its plans just last month. It'll try to compete with the 12-month news and hype cycle of the NFL. And also now we have the new re-upstart XFL, which is expected to begin again by 2020. Loyal listener Terry emails in, Mayor, Mm -hmm. Uh, you're looking for the lowest rung in the
4: dating scale. Mm -hmm. I believe it was just below Zombies, it is Kenny.
6: (laughs) 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 That's true. Oh,
0: Kenny yeah, was in a bad mood yesterday. I want him in a good mood Yesterday, Stop picking on How about April? Yeah, well. You never know which Kenny you're going to get. That's a good point. We've had bad Kenny for like a week straight. Mm-hmm. News notes from today. One person killed in a Fridley house fire yesterday, according to Fridley Fire Department Chief John Berg. Firefighters called about eight o'clock last night to a fire at a home on the 300 block of Hugo Street. Berg said callers reported the fire started in the kitchen and spread to the living room. An adult male was trapped on the second floor of the home. His identity has not yet been released. Berg said it's believed to be the fire. uh, It's believed that the fire started from grease in the kitchen. No firefighters were injured while responding to the incident. The Department of Health here in Minnesota has issued a warning that someone with measles may have exposed people in Winona and Albert Lee businesses. A non-Minnesota resident traveling in the area may have exposed individuals at McDonald's in Winona and at the Freeborn County Co-op gas station in Albert Lee. The exposure at McDonald's is said to have happened April 13th between 1230 and 4 p.m., the Albert Lee exposure would have been between 9 in the morning and 11.45 in the morning on April 16th. You die from measles, John? Uh, it, it can get serious. Huh? Yeah. I mean, it can get, yeah, you really you can get messed up. Anyone who was exposed and contracted the illness would show symptoms between April 23rd and May 7th. Those symptoms, high fever, cough, runny nose, red watery eyes, and rash, the virus is transmitted when an infected person sneezes or coughs. Where did this happen? Winona. Oh, Winona and oh, Albert Lee. I haven't been down there lately. How about Albert Lee? Been no. There? no. Yeah, but someone from there could come no, this way. No, they don't come up here. <laughs> uh, the department said in a statement, most people born before 1957 have had their uh, measles disease already, and they're considered immune. Once you've had it, you're good. Most yeah, but I don't want to get my kid vaccinated. Most adults and children born in 1957 or later are protected against measles through immunizations. If you are not fully vaccinated, getting the MMR vaccine can protect you against the measles for future situations, but won't prevent measles if you were exposed during this time. Last year, Minnesota, you might remember, experienced its largest measles outbreak in 25 years. 75 people sickened by it in 2017. Good news, former President George H.W. Bush has been moved out of the intensive care unit to a regular patient room after earlier contracting an infection that spread to his blood, according to a family spokesman. The 41st president is alert and talking with hospital staff, family, and friends. Sometimes I hate that I have good peripheral vision. Yeah, yeah, uh, I do. His spokesman Jim McGrath says that. McGrath added this, Minnesota fans, you may not like this, but what can I tell you? President Bush, naturally, he said, thanks, everyone, for their prayers and good wishes. He also wants to assure everyone that as good as he feels now, he's more focused on the Houston Rockets closing out their playoff series ah, against the Timberwolves well. than anything that landed him in the hospital.
6: Just get him up to Kennebunkport and put him on the porch, put a blanket over him, let him die looking at the ocean. Oh,
0: well, that would be a way to go.
6: Just let him die listening <laughs> yep. to the ocean. Yep. <laughs> Why is that funny? No, it's just kind of... No, I, I think it
4: paints a nice Price he's 150. Well, that's... I get that, but you know. <laughs> well, that's what he wants. That's it. what he's
6: that's what he's hanging on for. Oh, he wants to get back to Maine. He wants to, to get Maine. home. Yeah.
4: Right. I see. Yeah. I thought you were just like, let's leave him there. No,
6: no, no, no. He's <laughs> saying that would what
3: a what, that would be a great way to to no. go to the
0: next world. Right here, you go, George. Chris is seeing them just dumping them yeah. there. And, and we're actually, everybody, everybody here, leave. Everybody I didn't mean leave.
6: to take him up there and find some random house. I got to get back to Crawford, Dad. I'll see you, or maybe I
3: won't. But here's a blanket.
6: <laughs> stay, stay warm. Oh, enjoy the view. To Kenny Bunkport As
0: long as you can, okay? Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> stay
4: warm.
0: <laughs> Very rare heavy rainfall pummeled Cairo in Egypt and other parts of the country for a second day today. The showers, flooding roads, and a new suburb east of Cairo. The uh, downpour, which began late Tuesday, forced authorities to close highways connecting Cairo to other provinces. Heavy rain has left parts of Egypt impassable. After the water flooded streets and damaged property, parts of Cairo's Ring Road were shut down for several hours, forcing some travelers to spend the night in their cars. People in Cairo's upscale Fifth a Settlement area captured the floods, leaky ceilings, and downpours on their mobile phones and posted the imagery to social media. Footage includes scenes of water pouring through the ceiling of a mall. Other pictures from the luxury suburb showed parked cars completely submerged in floodwaters. Police did have to rescue 24 people. Twenty-one students, a driver, and two supervisors who were trapped while on a trip to a nature reserve in Cairo. Poor weather conditions and heavy rains expected to continue through the week. Weather is expected to improve across the country starting Friday.
4: You know, back to the uh, former president, Joe. That's a pretty good idea. You know, what I think we'll do is, uh, Rook, maybe you could probably help me. In 30 years, we'll wheel Joe in here, you know, so he can (laughs) die doing what he loves, you know, doing GL every day. Hey,
3: Joe, you just stare at the bobber. (laughs) make sure you have a blanket. Oh, you can wheel them Stay over warm. here, wheel look them over the here to look out the window. Exactly. <laughs> at yeah. 2 hey, o'clock. That? Look at that tower. There's guys changing light bulbs on it instead of brush. Uh, uh.
0: Uh-huh. Just, Just keep it up. Joe's got no confidence. Rookie's keep kid through high up. school yet? Okay.
3: <laughs> now you can retire. I'm going to bring you to the porch.
0: A waterway. We uh, now know what uh, night court star Harry Anderson died of. He had a stroke. The Buncombe, North Carolina, medical examiner determined the actor's immediate cause of death was a cardioembolic cerebrovascular accident, which is a type of stroke. The document, which was obtained by Page Six on Tuesday, also lists influenza and heart disease as contributing to his death. Anderson, who also starred in the 90s sitcom Dave's World, died in his sleep last week. He was 65. In her call to paramedics, his wife, Elizabeth Morgan, mentioned her husband had suffered a series of strokes earlier this year. Was Dave's
3: World the one that was um, after Dave Barry? Barry, yeah. Oh, yes. okay. The
0: I Dave,
4: don't
3: remember that Dave show at I all vaguely remember it. that. It
0: was, I think it was a pretty good show. It wasn't bad, yeah. I didn't see a lot of them.
3: you Dave Barry know. guy?
0: I've read them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from Castle Rock, Colorado.
3: It was really uh, that was like a no opinion. It was. Yeah. I was like, no. I have no opinion. I, he's bummed and he's uh, mad that I brought right, that up right earlier. Up. No, I'm not.
0: I'm fine. Okay. You. Did, did you like Dave's writings? Or, or, I did. Or do you? I, I do. Guess? Yeah. He's I still did. with us. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Castle Rock. No, that, Col- you're once, again,
3: right. once again, thank you for letting us in there. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, this is what Suchi does. It
0: wasn't yes or no, it was I'm not <laughs> sure. You know what?
3: Yeah, I read them.
0: Castle Rock, Colorado. <laughs> sex parties hosted in one of the metro area's nicest communities are angering neighbors who say it's time to take action. Residents on Avery Way in Castle Rock say organized sex parties at one home are causing problems and noise, but they're most concerned with the sexual nature of the events and any exposure to children. One neighbor who declined to provide her full identity said she got a copy of a party invitation from an anonymous person. It shows 400 guests were invited, with 87 people, including 35 couples, sending a yes. <laughs> How many bathrooms yes did they have? Back. Wow!
3: Geez,
4: 400 people.
0: The invitation references. Does everybody the,
4: have a partner in that situation?
0: Or I was you,
5: aroused for 24 hours straight. well
0: Imagine the invitation references the Thunderstorm Play Palace and boasts a 7,500 square foot dwelling. Nope. With every amenity Do exactly, they have those uh, nope. those tubes like at the Playlands and stuff like, like that? Palace. In it. Where's
3: Fred? He's up in the uh, tower.
0: Thunderstorm Palace. The invitation also over men- the drawbridge. Men- <laughs> mentions all the amenities, including alcohol, food, complete oh. with a vegetarian menu and a chocolate. Fountain. Nope. What? No. Hey, here he there comes. You, no. Chocolate fountain. Just hey. give me a drinking fountain.
6: And let me get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh
0: were, they,
3: were, those, were those the sounds <laughs> they were hearing, hearing I'll be from
4: outside for you. Oh,
6: my God. <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere.
3: Dave Dahl's forecast here in Garage Logic is brought to you by It's Just Lunch.
5: Here's Dave Dahl. Nice afternoon out there, Joe. 56 degrees, light winds, should be a really pretty evening tonight. Mostly clear skies, comfortable low down to 42, a light south wind at around 5. Tomorrow, though, partly cloudy, a slight chance of showers developing, 62 for the high. Southwest winds at around 5 to 15. We'll switch around to the northwest in the afternoon. Clear skies tomorrow night down to 36 again, then 66 on Friday. Uh, it does cool down a little bit for Saturday, but still a very nice day. Mostly sunny skies, a mild high sitting over us, so uh, 62 for the high on Saturday. 74 on Sunday, 78 on Monday. Showers and thunderstorms develop Monday night and last into Tuesday. Tuesday's high 75, warm and humid it looks like for Tuesday. And some of those storms could be on the strong side, so be aware of that. But then by Wednesday of next week, we're still at 68 with partly part cloudy skies. So definitely... Um, A very mild period here for the next seven days, temperatures at or above average. Right now, we're at 56, Joe, and I have the records for the day.
6: April 25.
5: 91. 91. In 1962. In 1962. 25.
6: 25. In 1907. In 1907. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Say, as a reminder, John Camp will be in tomorrow for Author's Corner. Excellent. The new book is Twisted Prey. It was out yesterday. If you want to get a head start on John tonight, he's at Barnes & Noble in Roseville at 7 o'clock. Barnes & Noble in Roseville at 7. you will have a
3: big
4: crowd there. Tomorrow he'll be here at 1 o'clock. And speaking of Author's Corner, yes. Holcomb's working on a little illustration for the yeah. new Author's Corner on the website. Right. It's really
3: well, cool. Well, he's the best. He it's is really cool. That was the precursor that I saw yeah. yesterday? Oh, wow. Okay.
6: The Canadian Broadcasting Corporation is reporting the following. Why some incels are celebrating the accused in the Toronto van attack. Journalist Aditi Natasha Kini, has covered the involuntary celibate community referred to by Alec Manassian. Hmm. Aditi Natasha Kini was not surprised to see that the accused in the Toronto van attack, Alec Minassian, called for an incel rebellion. She's seen that kind of rhetoric before. The New York journalist wrote a feature about incels, involuntary celibates. What? And now she says some members of that Internet subculture are celebrating Manassian as a hero. A post on Manassian's Facebook page said the incel rebellion has begun and referred to Supreme Gentleman Elliot Roger. Roger was the 22-year-old California man responsible for a deadly rampage in Isla Vista, California that left six people dead. Kini hmm. told as it happens host Carol Off of the CBC about incel culture and why she believes it is dangerous. What is an incel? It stands for involuntary celibate. So an incel is a cisgendered heterosexual man who hasn't had sex, not out of choice. Well, that's like saying, uh, you know, there's an an involuntary baseball culture that kills baseball players because they don't know how to play baseball. Yeah, this is really, uh, we're very into labels. There is a growing faction of men who have found outlets for their anger against women and dating culture in general online, and that's been codified into an indoctrination. I understand what you're suggesting is that this incel isn't just people meeting online to compare notes and to commiserate and help each other get better dating skills. This is something that has an echo or a tone of misogyny and hatred to women. On the surface, incel sounds harmless. It sounds like someone who is trying to make sense of why they can't connect with other people. But the incel community, you got to give me a foghorn, please. Yeah, I'll get you the horn. Purposely leaves out who they call females or femoids. Women who they say cannot be an incel because women always get sex regardless of how ugly they are. And they leave out gay people because they think gay people have easier access to sex. So there is a high degree of misogyny in the community.
3: I really don't follow this. So because you were uh, celibate, whether you wanted to or not wanted to, you, you're, you, you're mad at women. You you're, finding,
6: you're finding other people on the interwebs who uh, share your uh, frustrations, which apparently become an anger toward <clears throat> women. <clears throat> uh, so they take revenge. Uh, the other thing that I just read in that Facebook thing from Manassi, and he says that we will overthrow all the Chads and Stacys. And so DT Natasha Keeney, Uh, said chads are cisgendered heterosexual men who are muscular conventionally attractive hot they get whoever they want stacy is someone who pretends to be virtuous and pure in front of an incel and won't touch an incel but the minute a stacy meets a chad then she'll you know hot springs tonight you ever get the feeling i get the feeling there's something going on out there i don't know anything about have you seen people responding within these communities to yesterday's van attack I've actually seen a lot of discussion. It's just hard to parse how much people are saying things to be trolls or how much they mean it. One reaction is that it's a faked attack. Or it's fake that he's an incel and it's used to blemish the name of incels. Are you... uh, Yeah. There's a lot of people who've lost their minds.
3: Just have lost them. And are are, are wasting their time on silly stuff. If you... If you did not want to remain celibate, all you've got to do is live your life and you'll find that
6: partner. Here here are the comments to uh, this fruitcake that killed people with the van. It's a good time to be an incel. Our brothers are launching their counterattack, getting their revenge. Well, he certainly got us noticed. It will be interesting to read about Alec's story as more details about his life unfold. I'd love to know exactly what made him think he was an incel. Prepare the way to incel sainthood for Sir Alec, one of us, one of us, one of us. These are the comments. Why are they? But
3: I wonder why they're so happy that they're furthering their cause. Because
6: they're nuts. Arms. Because they're nuts. Because mm-hmm. they're, they've, they've gone crazy. They, they've managed to assign to themselves a, uh, an identity for uh, nothing more complicated than they've had a hell of a hard time finding a date. So, rather than say I've had a hell of a hard time finding a date, they have assigned to themselves uh, a almost a political identity. We're involuntarily celibate; uh, therefore, we're victims. They're, they're, they've become crazy people. Got it. Million dollar idea. Okay, incel dating club. <laughs> huh? That'll
3: solve a couple problems yeah. for some people.
6: Yeah. Right on. I can't read any more of this BS.
3: It's amazing. Well, it's amazing that they're trying to find a label rather than just continue to go to your accounting job or, or whatever job, and you're gonna you'll find someone by accident, and then you can marry them. And <laughs> I don't know if we want them to procreate. I don't. Uh, Wait a minute. I make making Maybe a note it's to better. myself
6: here. I I I I, uh, I don't pretend to understand what the hell's going on here. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sitting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Sucherey. What a great hardware store tip. Yes. Uh, David in Plymouth alerted me to this. The uh, Johnson Hardware in Bloomington is going out of business April 29th. Everything's on sale right now. All right. Uh, and David writes, this is not just another hardware store or locally owned brick and mortar business quitting business. This may be one of the most storied owners in the business because of his story. The guy started there when he was 16 and bought the store. Okay, uh, it's, a, it's called The Biggest Little Hardware Store. You can look it up on YouTube, too. It's called Johnson Hardware, 7936 Portland Avenue South in Bloomington. Revers is going to put that on the uh,
3: interweb. Johnson Hardware. Wow. Well, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. But maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, I'm, he's going to retire now.
6: Yeah. Uh, the guy's name is. Uh, oh. He's been there 50 years. What the hell? Why am I not finding it right off the bat? Well, you go in there and say hello to him and say you heard about it on GL. Yeah. You got till April 29th. Tell him
3: the Rook sent you for a 20% upcharge.
6: Uh,. It's just, it's just fantastic. I mean, they do It's one of those hardware stores where you get, the guy's name is Ron, H-R-O-N. It's one of those hardware stores you get everything done. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis.